Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving and having a peaceful Black Friday weekend, Cyber Monday, all that good stuff. Wanted to release an episode for you guys to uh, hopefully help you cope with all the craziness going on, man. This is uh, one of the busiest weekends of the year on the streets. Slowest day for grocery shopping is Black Friday. Okay. Um, But I don't think that I've ever seen more chaos go on in uh in any situation other than best buy around 2013 2014 for a black friday sale but i was enthralled with the entire thing i love chaos i like the crowds i like everyone running around pushing each other freaking out about stuff um i don't really enjoy it like at a at a cellular level like some people might uh obviously i you know you know what the episode topic is about here it's about frequencies so i'm sure that my my inner self doesn't appreciate all the chaos but i loved it you know my my weaker my lower self really enjoys all this madness man but um it's very interesting when you start looking into these frequencies and it, it seemed to be something that I actually was introduced to it by a listener. Um, and it seems like something that a lot of people know about, but not not too many people talk about it openly. Um, I think that a lot of people are kind of, you know, maybe intimidated to talk about it. Not for the reasons you may think. It is a complicated topic. And I'm by no means an expert. I'm going to really kind of get into the uh, surface level stuff here. It it will be. I mean, I, I have some weird takes on a lot of this stuff. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, I'm going to talk about some weird incidents where frequencies may have led to deaths of people. Dyatlov Pass, uh, all these kinds of fun little ditties. But I think that it's very interesting to discount information like this. There's much weirder information going around. And, you know, my buddy Matt over at The Great Deception, he's big into word magic and so many other people are. I mean, uh, who's that fucking guy that's scamming people these days? It's not Jordan Peterson. It's some other Jordan Maxwell. He's an OG and no disrespect, but I've, I've heard that he's trying to collect money to be on people's shows and whatnot. And I'm not throwing shade. I understand he's retired. He's probably trying to go get some hookers. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, this is not a defamation either. These are all alleged ideas of why you would need money um, at that age. After all that success, I mean, the guys, uh, I don't know how much they get paid, but it seems like a fun little deal. He's got a good thing going. And, uh, you know, I think it's kind of shitty when somebody asks for money to be on people's shows. Now, the person that told me 
that uh, that they need money on shows. I don't know personally either. So I don't know if they're lying. I don't know the deal about this whole situation. But uh, I have a Maxwell book and and he's an interesting dude. Definitely an OG in the game. A lot of his stuff may be basic to you now. Um, but anyway, he's really big into word magic. Words mean things that have um, a separate meaning than what you would associate with them as a uh, as an American English speaker. So really quick, I've got quite a few audio clips that I want to play for you pertaining to the frequencies and all this fun stuff, uh, scary stuff, too. But I want to play this very interesting clip that my buddy Tyson up in Canada sent me about secret spells. And some of you may have heard this. I understand that it's not a new thing, um, but I think that this woman breaks this down so perfectly. So uh, bear with me here. And uh, before we get into the whole main meat of the episode, check out this little two minute clip here. So what do I mean by the secret spells of the English language? Well, let me share with you what I call our premier life sentence. And it goes something like this. We awake each morning and go off during the weekdays to earn the living at various jobs and undertakings until we come to the weekend. And this seems perfectly acceptable to most people. However, more people die between six and nine on a Monday morning than any other time of the week. So I do what I call a translation of the English language, and I spell that T-R-A-N-C-E with the idea that words cast spells. So when you translate that life sentence, you remember that a wake is a funeral party for the dead. Mourning is the state you're in when you attend a wake. And you would have to be in a week days to earn the living, since urns are for the ashes of the dead. We call our jobs undertakings. Job itself is a Hebrew word for persecuted. And what we get at the end of this perverse bargain with life is the weak end of the deal as we become progressively weakened ourselves. And so our most prevalent greeting to each other is hello, the reverse of which is oh hell. And at first, I suspected the hands of collusion entangling the language to foster illusion. And I think it's quite true that a culture's theology has a great deal to do with the word's etymology and how it evolves over time to combine incompatible meanings that may undermine the original thoughts it was meant to define. But now, I don't think it's planned. For the thing that I've found is that like concepts can gravitate toward the same sound and vibrate at the rate that our thoughts designate. Because words are electromagnetic vibrations whose fine alphabetic tintinabulations can take on the tint of our true expectations, which they then imprint on our metal of mind, causing sounds to adhere when they're of the same kind. Pretty good stuff, man. And uh, she does bring up the vibrations and how these words actually have direct effects on people. So big thanks to Tyson for bringing that up, man. That And he, he shot that to me on Instagram. It's a great way. If you want to share information, I'll always shout it out, man, because this is um, this is a, a cool community that shares a lot of fun information, man. I don't always come across the stuff that I talk about in my episodes alone here. Um, a lot of people send me stuff and. I am always very, very thankful uh, anytime anyone does. So uh, thank you, everyone that's contributed to the show. And we got to do some housekeeping up front before we move forward. Okay, we got Dangerous World Store. 
no black friday specials unfortunately um just because you know i'm a one-man operation here dude black friday fucking snuck up on me very quickly and rather than uh you know making some bullshit for you i just figured hey let's just rock it the the shirts are already cheap man i told you i'm gonna have to increase the prices next year so you know it is what it is those uh let's go brandon stickers are cheaper now though um we got a little ambitious with the price i was going off of orders from someone else on how to uh charge these products and i would i would just say guys pick up these things okay these things are worth the the weight in gold okay um always always fun to uh troll joe biden but those let's go brandon stickers are much cheaper so check out the website purchase some um not gonna go anywhere anytime any soon uh so yeah let me know what's up so thank you guys um for subscribing to the patreon as well patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast uh i talked about some of this stuff on a patreon about two weeks ago from a video sent in by a listener i gave him a shout out very thankful for people like that um but there's three different tiers there three dollars ten five dollars and ten dollars and uh you know the three dollars is is uh pretty sweet and the five dollar is the best value you get bonus episodes plus the extended versions of these episodes big things in 2022 we're going to start rolling out uh, live streams. When I say we, I don't know why I say we. I used to hear my dad doing that when I knew he was a one-man operation when he, when he was self-employed. And he would say we so that it sounded like he was working for uh, a bigger company. But no, this is all me. And I want you to know that. This is all me. You know, I, uh, I have a different take on that whole, whole situation. But um, yeah, so I have some live streaming that I want to do. Um, I don't know if that's going to be in the $5 tier, $10 tier. I don't know. I just don't want to live stream to like seven people. So the $5 tier, I might even put it on the $3 tier. Okay. I'm thinking out loud here for you. You don't care. Just subscribe to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Throw down that $3. You're not going to miss it. I promise. And I've only had out of like the 115 people that have signed up, like seven have canceled. Uh, so that's a pretty decent turnover rate for something like that. It's a little less than 7%. We'll, we'll call it five. So uh, fun, fun stuff there. Always having a good time over there on Patreon. So thank you guys. And obviously talking about frequencies. That's what I mentioned up top. And it is becomes becoming something that's incredibly fascinating to me. I heard about the love frequency 528 uh back when i talked about the patreon i heard all the cool stuff the healing properties um essentially what it is is that we're we're really living our lives around the 440 frequency and there's these nine frequencies that essentially are behind everything created on earth and the universe for that matter and one of them, 741, is the devil's interval, which we want to stay away from. But if you play that devil's interval along with this 528 love frequency, it can drive you insane, literally. So, or kill you, or or cause organs to bleed, ears to bleed, all, all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? So I found that very interesting. And when I heard, I, you know, I brought this up to some people in the community here, some friends, um, people that are focused on health, people that have uh, health conditions. And every single one of these people knew about it. But like I said, they don't really share the information. So I thought it was very valuable to share. Um, 
I have been using 528 frequency, just simply playing off my laptop here, which you're not getting the full effect using something that is kind of programmed to play the 440 frequency. But this 528 frequency, just streaming from my laptop on a YouTube video, they've got 12 hour videos of, of the frequency. Um, they've got two hour videos, five hour videos, any kind of interval of video that you would want. Uh, they have. And what it is, it's a, a steady tone that you can't even hear unless you really focus a steady tone playing at 528 with some very calming, peaceful music over it. And that has helped me sleep so much better. Um, I wake up with a lot less back pain. Um, I wake up feeling less dehydrated feeling, you know, cause I, I enjoy my white claws. I enjoy my drinking. Um, I wake up feeling better, honestly. And that's not even anything. I don't get paid off of these YouTube videos. Um, so I, I would encourage anyone to try it. I recommended my mom and dad try it. My mom used to use meditation tapes. They worked for her. She swears by it. And she's not into this conspiracy stuff. This isn't really conspiracy. I'll mention some doctors later, um, a French doctor. And then I believe a Swedish doctor, if I'm not mistaken, you'll hear it. I got a recording of him, uh, or, uh, a recording of re, you know, reenacting his accounts, uh, in Tibet, I believe, but I mean, these guys were just doing alternative medicine. And what do we know about alternative things that are called alternative? I mean, the alternative media has become something that is oftentimes more credible than the mainstream media. So mainstream medicine, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, I am not a doctor. I'm not giving any kind of medical advice here, but I believe that mainstream medicine has turned into a cash register. Now, I have my, you know, hangups with that, but at the same time, I understand that it's a business and we do have supposedly too many people on this earth. I tend to not believe that. Um, I don't know. I don't want to really go down that rabbit hole. Um, I, when I was thinking about putting the, when I was, you know, getting this episode together, I was like, you know, I just had a weird situation where I felt like someone was following me. I saw them following me. So it's not just like a feeling. And so it's like, what can we do that would really be something that would be fucked up and uh, get me in more trouble? Well, the healthcare stuff. So uh, I don't mean anything by it. I'm just a, an idiot. So it's not like people are going to hear me talking about this and be like, oh, shit, we got to get on this frequency stuff because Ryan said it. No, this is just a fucking ramblings from a madman here. Um, so, you know, let's see what what you guys think. But yeah, my mom is is all about the. The frequencies, I don't think she does it anymore. She has no problem sleeping like she used to. She used to suffer from anxiety, and this is when she would use these tapes. And I'm sure without her even knowing, there was a 528 frequency, possibly 432, which is another one that I'll talk about, one that we've really gotten away from in the favor of 440. Um, but yeah, 440 is not is not natural. And there's many, many reasons why. Uh, one that I'll list right here off the top is that 440, when you go up the scales, there's always a decimal point. Uh, but someone discovered that 432 actually leaves you to where jumping up by scale, you're hitting solid round whole numbers. So not necessarily evens, but round numbers where it's like 432, 435, 444, um, all these other ones, except for that, you know, besides 440, which you'll get like, let's say, 433.1 435.6 but you you understand the point you're not getting nice even round numbers so 
this standard tuning at 440, four, uh, 440 hertz. As I mentioned in the Patreon a while ago, this was set up by the Rockefeller Foundation back in 1939. And the main reason for this, which I didn't know back then, was to commercialize music for military purposes. Of course, this would be right. The Rockefellers had their fingers in everything. The military industrial complex has always been a powerful institute within the United States. And you can kind of think about all the war song propaganda in the 60s when my control experimentation was really at its height. So they they definitely were fucking around with this. But even before that, in 1932, Goebbels, the propaganda mastermind behind the Third Reich and the Nazis, made standard tuning 440. And then even before that, in Italy, 1885, the Music Commission of Italian Governments declared that the uh i should say government institutions not multiple governments but they had you know obviously their institutions but the the italian um government as a whole declared that um that all instruments and orchestras follow the tune of a 440 tuning fork and i saw a really interesting video uh from a doctor doing a ted talk where he hits this fucking fork and the the you know the same tuned fork at the other side of the room picks up that sound as well or i don't i think in this case it's actually just kind of next to him um but i I found it interesting that these things when they're all in sync they give the same vibration you hit something and the other thing feels it it's kind of a buddhist idea if i'm not mistaken not very familiar with buddhism someone's probably pissed at me punching the air right now for saying that but yeah so everything's tuned to 440 um as opposed to the old standard which was 435 and then France had 432 always, right? But now that's different. Everyone's on 440, especially in the West here. Now, the old world like that, France is really kind of an underrated old world powerhouse. Um, it's really easy to hate on them, and I'm sure that that's contrived. They helped us in the Revolutionary War, uh, or not us. I, I wasn't born yet, but they helped our forefathers in the uh, Revolutionary War. And it's just, you know, it's it's interesting that uh, just because they didn't want to jump into uh, fucking war with the Middle East, uh, we call them traitors. So it's, you know, there's something up there, too. But I digress. Uh, anyway, in 1953, a worldwide agreement was signed so that the center A note on a piano would be tuned to 440 hertz. And it's crazy to think, really. I mean, like, this is just the way that it is. Uh, a professional piano player that lives in Mexico learned how to do things in Mexico, learned music in Mexico, everything that same, that, that piano player will sound the same playing the same song as a dude that went through the same process in China, a Chinese piano player that learned the Chinese music system and all these things, they will sound the same playing the same song. Um, it's kind of interesting. You'd think that they would change it up a little bit, based off of the notes that these people like to hear. But a lot of that classical music was actually based off of these more pure frequencies. But they again, they've changed it up. So it's it's fascinating. And and we'll get into some things of why. Um, but it's also nuts that many high level musicians agree that this is an abomination against nature. The music that we play, not just hip hop, which is easy to hate on because of the lyrics. Um, a lot of high level educated musicians just think that it's it's shit, you know, and, and we need to get back to these basic things. Um, why would they set music up this way? You think it's because, in my opinion, 
they knew that vibrations in the music would keep people from getting healthy, both mentally and physically. So there's, like I said, a lot of doctors that have messed around with this very interesting frequency type stuff. And they fight cancer with, they do all kinds of very interesting things. So I want to play this really cool video here, a really cool clip for you, where this is exactly that, breaking up uh, cancer cells with frequency. Check this out. Story short, Dr. Royal Rife designed a healing device using only electromagnetic frequencies to target and destroy any disease. This discovery should have completely changed the medical industry, but for unknown reasons, this information has been suppressed by the mainstream media and by Big Pharma. Although a massive campaign of suppression was conducted, many other scientists confirmed Rife's discovery by testing his frequency healing device. The result was the elimination of 60% of cancer cells from patients only through the power of resonant frequencies. Although the FDA made sure everything from this healing technology was destroyed, recently a professor of music by the name of Anthony Holland, who is also a composer, was always interested in the physical effects of sound, so he decided to assemble a lab to examine the effects of audio frequencies on microbiology. Dr. Holland created a nonprofit or or something. No, I cut my clip a little short there, but yeah, you get the idea here. It's fascinating and it's it's very very clear that there was something going on with what this man was was up to. And Dr. Holland was that guy that uh was was hitting the doing the TED talk hitting the forks and and making some pretty interesting uh claims as well. So uh, I do need to tell you, though, something else that gives off a very pleasing frequency is Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0, okay? Uh, yeah, we're going to roll into an ad seamlessly here. It's almost holiday season. I would say it is holiday season. And if you don't know what to get for a gift or a stocking stuffer, I would say that Manscaped has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition, Okay. As I mentioned, they have a phenomenal Black Friday sale, 25% off everything on the website. You don't even need to use the code danger for it. Okay. I would actually recommend you don't use it because using my code right now, you'll only get 20% off, but just going in shopping the store, I believe for the entire fucking weekend, will get you 25% off. So head over to manscaped.com, buy anything that you want for that man in your life or woman, if she's a hairy one and just shave up. You know, they got new products in since we've talked last. Just killing the game, shaving those nuts. It's phenomenal. There's 8 million balls, essentially, allegedly, unless people lose a nut or, I mean, who who knows how often, how common it is for someone to have three nuts. But my point is 4 million men worldwide use this thing. And that's not counting the women. That's not counting the non-binaries. There's only 4 million men, men. Okay, how many women, even though it is Manscaped, some women want to be men. We don't know. We're not judging that Manscaped doesn't judge. So check them out. Head on over to Manscaped.com. Enter the promo code danger after this weekend and you'll get 20% off as usual with the free shipping. 
Um, again, with the promo code danger at manscaped.com. Always, always a good time over there, man. And they really let me have fun with these ads. Not a lot of companies do that, especially big ones like this. You see these guys at Target. You see these guys all over the place. UFC, they're in the octagon with these warriors, dude. Okay, check out Manscaped. Um, but do it. This is the biggest weekend, man, for, for anything that you want to get from them. Doesn't matter what you're trying to buy, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, any of that shit. 25% off. So get that discount right away. Manscaped.com. You only got a few days left by the time this episode's out. Make that man in your life happy. He's done a lot this year. It's been a tough year. And if, hey, guys, too, if you have a woman with like a hairy upper lip, she can use it too. Um, there's no shame. There's no shame in what you do in the bathroom. Just, uh, you know, and it's quiet. So if the woman is shaving, her mustache it's not even you can't even hear it no one will be able to know so her secret's safe with her and with manscaped so thank you guys manscaped.com after this weekend enter the promo code danger for the that usual 20 percent off but head over there get that 25 percent off for the black friday cyber monday sale biggest weekend of the year for shopping okay do the right thing do the right thing get the best gift for whoever it is so moving on from that whole deal, Manscaped's awesome. Um, using this 440, that, that hurts range, also doesn't make sense compared to 432 because, like I said, the scales are just off. They just don't work. The whole thing is that it's a system set up of nines, and I'll get into the whole system of nines later. Essentially, it's a triangle uh, the Pythagorean theorem, you guys remember this? I don't, but everything adds up to 180. Um, I'll talk about that perfect ratio here in a second, which all feeds into this frequency stuff. And I think that it has a lot to do with the pyramids. There's some some serious um, proof about this stuff um, and some serious accusations too. But I want to talk about 432 hertz really quick. And before I do that, the Schumann resonance. Uh, you thought I was going to go into another ad, but I don't have any new sponsors, really just Manscaped. So uh, Schumann Resonance, I think, is something that's very important to at least have a basic understanding of. I don't understand it fully, but I understand that I have a very good handle of what the basics of it are. So what it is, it's named after uh, Winfred Otto Schumann. He doesn't sound like a Nazi set of uh, it's a set of spectrum peaks in the extremely low portion of Earth's electromagnetic field. We're talking three to 60 hertz very very low extremely low some may say that's what elf stands for lightning strikes 50 times a second here on earth and those bursts of electricity have a resonant effect on the frequency and electromagnetic properties of the earth now these waves bounce all around the surface of the earth and they they reverberate off the ionosphere so think of a guitar here think of the earth as a guitar when you pluck the strings it's not the string making the noise and i'm sure that this is like no shit, but the 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 shape and the hollowness of the guitar makes the sound of the string bounce around in there and then echo out. But we don't have a hole for these these things to escape from us allegedly. And I don't know. I don't know. You know whether you're a flat earther. We have the the uh, fucking what is that shit called? The firmament. We have if you're a, a you know following mainstream science, we do have an atmosphere still, so we can think of that as the firmament. Um, just to really kind of bridge the gap between my flat earthers and my mainstreamers, 
which I don't know where I'm at on that whole thing. Let's not go down that fucking rabbit hole because that's a different conversation. But essentially, this this Schumann resonance acts like the electricity acts like the guitar sounds and those vibrations. And it's very interesting. But you don't hear the sounds. You won't hear the sounds with your ear. That's why they're extremely low. And there's some dangerous uh, variations of these frequencies, which I'll get into later. Um, this episode's just one big cock tease. I don't mean to make it like that. It's just a deep topic, and I'm trying to explain it the best I can. So what the Schumann resonance does when the elect- the electronic energy created by lightning, which is stored in rocks and sand and all these things, it creates sort of a heartbeat of the earth. And it's registered on a scale of sorts. And all humans are tuned to the natural harmonic frequency of the earth. And the whole idea of the Schumann resonance is based off of Tesla's electromagnetic understanding of the universe. So it's deep stuff. Like I said, it's it's just an introductory um, sort of explanation of what the Schumann resonance is. Think of it as the heartbeat of the earth um, created by lightning and other uh, you know, stored electricity that is really just bouncing around from the surface of the earth, the ground of the earth and the ocean back up to the ionosphere because, you know, it can't just stay still. It's got to move around. And again, 50 lightning strikes per second here on earth at any given time. I found that fucking fascinating. So now I'm thinking as I'm talking about that, I'm thinking that this is what the climate change scare is really about deep down. I mean, Bill Gates, in my humble opinion, his plan to dim the sun would put pollutants into the air, a lot of aluminum, right? Put a lot of pollutants into the air and throw off that natural frequency of the earth. He would fuck with the Schumann resonance. And I think that this is being done right now. The chemtrails that we see constantly, there was a little lull time for the chemtrails, but now they seem to be back in action. Um, the weather is very interesting here in uh, Tucson this time of year. I don't know about where you're at, but it is very warm this time of year. But I feel like it's going to get very, very cold uh, once the full effects of these chemtrails sort of hit. It's been very hazy, very cloudy uh, for the first time ever. I posted on Instagram for the first time ever seeing um, hazardous air quality here in Tucson. Usually we have great air quality. Uh, like it literally says great on my weather app. First time ever says hazardous very hazy day and and i'm starting to see those more and more so let's cross our fingers we don't get lung cancer that's why i'm listening to 528 528 frequency there on youtube which is probably still putting it out 444 but all we can do is try okay so the chemtrails like i said they do the same shit they change the way that the electric waves oscillate from earth's surface to that ionosphere that i spoke about now if the point of 783 which is the natural sort of the, the, the spot where the Schumann resonance rests is at 783. That's its natural sort of uh, neutral point, I would say. These methods, the chemtrails, the dimming of the sun, they will throw that 7.83 hertz off. And 432 is a popular alternative tuning system to that 444. And this one's pretty cool. Supposedly it has more of an influence over your heart and your brain, or rather than your brain. Um, the 440 really gets into your head. It makes you subconsciously feel more isolated, really gives you more anxiety. Even if you don't feel anxiety, um, you have more than you would have. You feel a little more anxious. You feel a little more on edge listening to 440. 
than you would uh, 432. And these, even if you're not a music head, you're taking in multimedia in some way, shape, or form. I'm sure that my podcast is played. You know what I was thinking? I should put a frequency of 432 under my uh, under my my voice on the podcast here. I wonder if that would help um, to the three people that listen. But I just find it, you know, maybe I'll make these three people very healthy and we'll all live to be 400 together and see the world burn. But it's a it's a weird, weird deal, man. I think that no matter what you're doing, no matter how you're trying to get to 528 or or 432 hertz frequencies, uh, you're, you're it's still a little tainted. But I will tell you, uh, whether it's placebo or not. That 528 while I'm sleeping works wonders. And I haven't heard one other person say anything to the contrary of that, that that has actually been dabbling with it. So try it out. What do you have to lose? You're not going to lose shit. Just try it. You fuck. Now, the distance from the center of the earth to the average height of the atmosphere is supposedly. Now, I don't know this, but this is what I read and I believe it. I cross checked it. Seems legit. It's. um. 4,320 arc meters, which harmonically can be reduced to 432. You take off the zero of 4,320 arc meters, you get 432. And the fundamental vibration for the sixth node in the octave of this whole thing. Now, my music heads will probably get this more than I do, um, but it, it just seems that it's very clear here doing just a, for a retard like myself, doing a tiny bit of research that there is a lot more synchronistic aspects to music and our natural earth at that 432 hertz range than it is at 440. 440 is just completely unnatural. This is why a lot of high-level musicians call it an abomination. Now, the planet supposedly beats from 783 to 8 cycles per second. Again, going back to the Schumann resonance, which that average is 783, 7.83, excuse me, 7.83 to 8 hertz, okay? And also supposedly 8 hertz is the alpha brainwave. So there's a sync with this 432. It's clear as it resonates between 8 hertz. Um, And and then, of course, that's 7.83. So it's like connecting a Bluetooth from, from the way that I see it or tuning into a radio station, right? And at this so-called beat, our brain's hemispheres operate together at 8, right? And the neocortex of your brain awakens. And this is largely a dead part of your brain. Supposedly 90% of your neocortex is inactive. So this is that whole idea tying back to the idea that humans only use like 5% of their brains, probably because of the frequencies that's playing a big part in it, right? Not not to say that if you start listening to 432 or, or 528, or any of the other pure, you know, the solfeggio scale, which again, the solfeggio scale does have the devil's interval in it, 741 hertz. Um, not to say that you'll you'll be become having like you you won't have any superpowers or gain some sort of superhuman strength by doing this, but it may reverse aging, it may reverse some cancer, uh, which which grows in all of us, it seems. So Like I said, just try it out. I'm really just encouraging everyone to research this in your spare time. Read introductory articles because it is fascinating. And I think that there's something fun to it. I'm not trying to put the fucking medical industrial complex out of business here at all. What I'm trying to do 
is is say, hey, man, we can we can actually try and learn some things here that can benefit ourselves. And obviously, you'll still need some medication in your old age. I'm sure most of us do. But we can we can really help ourselves get healthy, especially with this COVID shit going around. The new strain, the new one out of what is the fucking Botswana? I don't know where it comes from, but there's this new strain that's supposed to be the end all be all. Things like this may help. Okay, so that's why I'm doing this. I'm not trying to put out misinformation. I'm not trying to get banned here. I'm saying do the research yourself. I'm saying think for yourself, you know, like a human being. So this is um, getting back to the neocortex stuff. If this part is fully in use of your brain, this part of your brain, one can take in more information and probably potentially attain some higher spiritual fulfillment. Now, again, these are just claims from on my part, but I think that if your brain is uh, not 95% inactive or dead, you probably will gain some more sp- uh, spiritual enlightenment or fulfillment or whatever um, and, and be able to function better. That's just a, a, a radical idea that I have that if more of your brain is being used, it uh, might benefit you. Now, the way I heard this explained is literally just old technology versus new technology. If you're using one of the first ever PC computers producing um, like any kind of document or, or looking online today, it would operate as um, it would it would operate much worse right obviously your your bandwidth on the on the old ass laptops are like one of the first ever pcs you're not going to have the same uh results as you would using a brand new iphone or a brand new android or a brand new laptop or desktop or whatever old technology versus new technology i think that if we get to the new technology um so to speak using this metaphor uh it would be 100% brain activity, uh, all these kinds of things. So interesting thought. I thought I would share it, whatever. Now we could, in theory, read minds as well and tap into each other's minds and spirits. Now it sounds like a bad thing to be able to read minds because if you're on a date and you fart and it stinks and the girl says it doesn't stink, that's a mess, right? Because you can hear like, oh yeah, it does stink. So then you're embarrassed. You turn red, you start sweating more, you start farting because you're nervous and it's a mess. So I can understand that like reading minds maybe isn't like the top like priority here for a lot of people. I wouldn't want to read minds, I don't think, uh, honestly, because I know I am, a, you know, people lie to me for sure. And I get it. I lie to people, too. Um, but uh, what I'm very interested in here is the the tapping into each other's spirits and each other's energy in a net positive way. Right. This isn't abusing people or using people. It's 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 a hive mind, but in a healthy way. You know, the elites are trying to reach a hive mind so that they can sell and they can control. I think if we had a hive mind as a race, it would be powerful. It would make it so that we couldn't be controlled by anything, right? Even aliens or any other kind of thing that came down here. We are so powerful as a collective. Um, and I think that these things are put out there to deliberately uh, kind of offset that that ability that we have. And I, I, in all reality, I don't think there's anything that we could do to change it. That's why I'm sharing the information. I don't think that I'm at risk here for sharing this. I, you know, I don't know though. We'll see, I guess. But I don't think anyone's at risk for sharing this stuff. But I think that people do tend to get scared because they think that if one idiot like myself is out here talking about this, um, more people are going to do it. I, I honestly don't think many people are going to do it. 
Um, I hope they do. I hope that, you know, we can, we can do a lot, you know, we can, with our minds, our minds are very powerful things. So anyway, um, animals can already do this whole thing. They can already read minds. They can already read our minds. Dolphins can read our thoughts and each other's because their sonic senses extend to infrasonic and ultrasonic. So our alpha brain waves there that eight Hertz that I mentioned, it sounds like music to them. They can't literally hear our words because they don't understand our language, but they can, if you want to kill the thing, if you want to kill the dolphin, you have that, that in your mind, they can tell if you want to just be nice to it, they can tell if you're scared of it, they can tell that you're scared of it because they can hear your thoughts and they've heard those sounds before. Right. Uh, again, this is infrasonic and ultrasonic. Uh, so I found that mind blowing, but, um, I think that it is kind of interesting, too, because, like I said, we do have the ability to do this deep down. It's because our soul has seven bodies, not just one. And this is out there even for me, but supposedly seven bodies. This is the rainbow body. Okay, now, this isn't any of that LGBT shit, which, you know, it's fine. Suck on whatever you want. But this is just called the rainbow body. Now, these six other bodies that we have, obviously, you think of your main one, your physical body, um, but there are six others, and all, they all are based off of frequencies, and no one really knows how to access these, or I should say that there are some that do, but they don't really share that information, and it's also kind of a gift. I think that there's a there's a lot of things that have to fall into place and things that you have to do proactively. Um, I'm sure not drinking White Claw would help. But there's a lot of things that you have to do. It takes a lot of practice, and I'm sure a lot of guidance to reach these different bodies. And I'll rifle through them real quick. Your physical body, which is red, okay? Your um, E3 body, which is orange. Your astral body, which is yellow. Your mental body, which is green. Your casual body, uh, casual body, which is light blue. Um, Your diamond body, which is dark blue. And your celestial body, which is purple. Now, I found that interesting because they are the colors of the chakra, if I'm not mistaken, the chakra system. Um, really kind of cool. And obviously, that purple is your is your crown chakra. The green, if I'm not mistaken, is your heart. So that's your mental body. So you have that connection with your heart is connected to your mind. Um, I think the what's yellow? Is that your stomach? And then orange is your gut and I don't know. I'm not very educated with the chakra system, but yeah, it, it all follows uh, very well. And I found that just mind-blowingly fascinating. So cool, cool stuff there uh, in the same way. So the way that I understand um, this whole system of the rainbow body, if you make it to the yellow stage or the golden stage, which is the astral body, this is where you can astral project and all these things. It's very easy comparatively speaking to get to purple to get to the celestial body to be all-knowing if you you have to try but you can't you can't get from red to purple at all you have to get to yellow and then obviously you have to follow these patterns uh the steps one through seven i wanted to try and see i wonder if my notes if i fucked up and this casual body that just doesn't make sense to me um let me see if i can find just live here while we're talking casual body just doesn't sound right you know what i mean and i just don't want to be that guy that uh that says casual body um healing frequencies boom okay let's say 
Let's see here. Yeah, so I was right. Yeah, casual body. Um, that's fucking weird. You think your casual body would be your physical body, but yeah. So to break that down a little more, your physical body is temporal. Your ethereal body is temporal. Your astral body is uh, transmissional. Transitional. Sorry, transitional. <laughs> Jesus. The the way that these people write, they try to use some fucking fairy language with the or like some uh, uh, runes almost. It looks like. So it's hard, but yeah, so transitional. So you've got two temporal bodies, your physical and your ethery. Your You have your two transitional bodies, your astral and your mental. Then you have uh, transpersonal, which is your casual body, your diamond body, which is eternal, and then your celestial body, which is, again, eternal. So I'm sorry to, to take that little break there, but I just wanted to make sure uh, casual. I mean, they went all out with all the other names. I feel like Whoever created the system just ran out of thinking power. They're clearly not listening to the proper frequencies to come up with something better than the fucking casual body. Um, anyway, like I said, the way that you get up to this purple is you have to first be able to astral project and all these fun things that uh, seem fantastical, but I believe that they're possible. Um, but if that sounds crazy to you, I'm sure you've heard about the hidden technologies where cultures uh, can move large rocks by levitation and this is through sound and and they can move it quite accurately now this is two different clips the first one is kind of breaking down um very briefly the egyptian um sort of myths about frequency so check out this first part and then i'll touch base here Besides the applications of this knowledge for healing, there is also evidence of how the ancients used sound, vibrations, and frequencies to carve and levitate heavy stones and objects and use them to build megalithic structures. It's believed the Egyptians had a device that could be tuned to a specific frequency, and with it, they were able to cut massive stones just as if they were cutting butter. If you don't believe such technology could exist, just look at the Al-Nasla rock formation, located in Taima Oasis, Saudi Arabia, or the Puma Punku complex, with dozens of stones all cut with laser-like precision. And you can Google those formations. I'm sure that you've seen the Saudi Arabian rock formation. It's this giant rock with a perfect laser cut. I mean, just perfectly smooth, perfectly straight. Um, it blows the minds of uh, math nerds and stuff like that. So it's very interesting. Um, I believe that the Egyptians used this technology to build the pyramids. They, you know, we always heard in school that it was built by slaves, by the Jewish people, of course. He's, you know, Jewish people have been persecuted since the dawn of time. And I don't doubt that that happened. However, it seems very, very coincidental that these wonders of the world were built by these people that are just so abused. And how did they do it? It seems impossible because they're dragging up these limestone or whatever the fuck they're made of giant bricks and giant, you know, uh, not bricks, but you know what I'm talking about, brick shaped rocks. Um, it doesn't seem possible with normal physics. And that's because, in my opinion, my lame understanding of this, I don't think it was. I don't think that they did it this way. And I think that it's just another one of the many lies 
And I should say before I play this part of this clip, this is the most interesting aspect of this. Now, I have a book about anti-gravity that I haven't cracked into much, but I, I did look into it really quick to see if they had any information that I could share really quickly before I, I got these notes together for this. And they cite this same damn story of this doctor going and meeting with these people, I believe in Tibet, if I'm not mistaken. And... um seeing some incredible technology that seems archaic almost uh, the methods that they used, but they were able to accomplish things that are modern day forklifts and cranes and things just couldn't do. So here we go. In 1939, a Swedish doctor called Dr. Jarl was brought to a Tibetan monastery to treat a high Lama. He stayed a long time at the monastery and became a close friend of the Tibetans. One day, the monks took him to a cliff where they were constructing a rock wall. As soon as they found a big stone that needed to be moved, 19 musical instruments were set in an arc, precisely 63 meters from the stone. There were 13 drums of different sizes and six trumpets, each of which was three meters in length. The monks started to play the instruments, and they all chanted a specific mantra. After four minutes, miraculously, the stone began to sway, and suddenly it took off in the direction of the cliff, and after three minutes of ascent, it landed on the top of the cliff. Dr. Jarl claimed that the monks were able to move five to six stones per hour using this method. He made two videos clearly recording this incident, but they were both confiscated by his employers as soon as he came back. Of course they were. So go back to that if if you didn't catch all the nines in there, right? 63. These these uh you got 90 degrees. Uh and all um hopefully I remember to post a doc or uh, not a document, a fucking uh illustration of this. It's fascinating. Not not an illustration of the rock flying. But the way that these monks set this system up, it's it's it kind of makes sense from even for a dummy like myself. As I mentioned in the beginning, France, they have some people there that are doing the right thing. One being Luc Montagnier, I think is how you pronounce his name. If you want to look him up, L-U-C is his first name, last name, M-O-N-T-A-G-N-I-E-R. Luc Montagnier is how I would pronounce it. He's a French virologist, and he's still alive. I don't know why I'm using the past tense, Uh, but he's a Nobel Prize winning scientist and one of the discoverers of HIV, uh, which, uh, you know, obviously AIDS back then was called gay related immune deficiency or grid grid. That's what I found fascinating when I when I saw that right away, you know, seeing the comparisons, which Luke Montagnier talks about as well grid i mean come on how i don't know i'm not gonna get into this crazy shit like i like connecting dots like this but it seems like aids was meant to be a covid thing but they just didn't have the abilities they didn't have the knowledge and the capability really at all to to implement what they can do today obviously technology wasn't where it's at for the mainstream people so um man grid i just can't get over that again gay related immune deficiency grid weird 
Um, and they actually called it GRID because they they like these acronyms. So instead of AIDS, um, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, acquired immune deficiency syndrome, you have the GRID acronym. So just fucking blew my mind when I saw that. But this Luke Montagnier, he found that DNA strands communicated from separate test tubes under low frequencies and even exchanged cellular information. We're talking nucleotidal information. And the frequencies uh, that he was using literally created life from nothing. So this has never been done before. Uh, Dr. Montagnier did this. And that frequency that he used was 7.83 hertz. This is where the earth naturally resonates. So there's clearly something to this. Again, he won a peace prize for the Nobel Prize for this. Nobel Peace Prize. I think, he, I think they're the same. But it's fascinating. I mean, there is something to this frequency stuff. There's more than something. There are many, many connections that you can make here using just a few different frequencies. So um, since we're talking about this virologist that's into this, what we would, what, you know, the mainstream would call quackery, um, I want to kind of just share with you his whole idea about this pandemic. So uh, Luke and the pandemic, right? He believes, and he actually claims that COVID was a man-made disease or, or virus in a laboratory, and it's possibly a result of an attempt to create an AIDS vaccine. And his reason for these claims, in quotes, uh, so the presence of elements of HIV and germ of malaria in the genome of COVID are highly suspect and could not have occurred naturally, end quote. I mean, that this is a, a Nobel Prize winning just like our boy, uh, Kerry Mullis, right? For some reason, this dude's around. Is he controlled opposition? I don't think so, but I don't know. Um, obviously, he knows a lot about HIV and AIDS being the, you know, one of the credited as being one of the discoverers here. So now he gets discredited widely now for many mainstream, um, from many mainstream health people and, and all these workers because he made some strong cases for homeopathy. And he discussed methods which kind of pissed off Nobel Prize winners meeting uh, attendees back in 2010. They have a meeting, I guess, every year. I wouldn't know. I was snubbed out of a Nobel Prize back in 2019. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But he has some pretty mind-blowing quotes about what he has observed in uh operating at the highest levels of his field. So look him up again, Luke Montagnier. Uh, I spelled it earlier for you. So check it out, man. He's a, he's a very interesting character. And a lot of this is on his Wikipedia page too, but you can do deeper dives uh, like I did and, and just find some really, really cool stuff that he said. Now in August of 2021, it was made public and presented as evidence in an affidavit to the international criminal court, alleging that world governments are complicit in genocide crimes against humanity. And there are reasons, these are the actual reasons that this court is around. It's to prosecute genocide and crimes against humanity. I mean, get jurisdiction anywhere. And again, Montagnier, if I didn't make that clear, he he signed an affidavit. He made claims that that, you know, governments around the world are fucking with us. They're trying, they're committing crimes against humanity. Um I don't know how the dude's around if he's still doing this. I, I'm sure a lot of people haven't heard of the dude or haven't heard that he's done these things. But again, in August 2021, this is just what? Uh, August, we're in November right now. What is that? Eight, three months, four months? I think four months. We'll, we'll call it four. 
January, February, August, May, June, no, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So yeah, we're talking, I don't know. I think that's four months, three months, three months. Jesus. Sorry. I'm just trying to figure this out here live. Now, this is why you should listen to my uh, take on these frequencies. I can't even subtract 11 minus 8 quickly here, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm not the mathematician. I just dissect these thoughts. That's all that I do. So take it or leave it, okay? And I'm mostly doing that for the NSA and the uh, DOD or whatever the fuck, DOH, whoever. Whoever's listening, fuck you guys. You guys are assholes. But anyway, so this international community or international uh, criminal court is very, very interesting. It sounds like such a great thing. Like I said, they can prosecute all kinds of of cases that really can't be prosecuted anywhere. But there's a catch, of course. Why wouldn't there be? And here it is. It was created by Rome, okay, at a diplomatic council. It's called the Rome Statute. And yes, there seems to be Vatican ties. Popes have spoken with the leaders of the ICC. All right, if you're still freeloading episodes, I don't know what you're doing with your life at this point. Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. In the full version of this episode, you get a little list of some musicians that could have possibly been murdered over their dabbling in these frequencies, along with a list of well-known harmful and helpful frequencies. And my favorite portion of the episode is about the Atlov Pass and how nature can produce some harmful frequencies that potentially killed these very experienced hikers. So check it out, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Take care, folks.